Welcome to Don't Be Alarmed, We're Negroes, the podcast where we take a colorful look at life, diversity, and the game of golf from the other side of the green. Over the next hour and change, you will definitely hear explicit perspectives penetrating your ear. Enjoy! Yeah. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. Negro, please. Breathe, Negroes. Yo. Hey, man. It's your favorite Negro in the building. Well, one of them. We have a few out there. Uh, it's E-Mitch, quick, for the quick backswing, you know what I'm saying, whatever, and uh, we got our fellas in the clubhouse with us today, uh, got a great show, Frequent Flyers, uh, so uh, I'll go around and introduce everybody, so uh, we got uh, the San Diego brothers here, uh, they play golf together uh, every Sunday, the twins, Uh we got Mikey in the building. Let's get Mikey. Yeah. What's happening, Mikey? What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me back. And then Mikey tries to keep this dude's shirt on uh, and keep him uh, in the fairways and getting his game better. Uh, the ladies love him. The men like to hate on him. He gives you PSAs every week. We got Booger in the building. What's happening, Booger? What's going on, fam? What's going on? I, and you know what? You said that I really ain't got no PSA today. It's I, I really don't. But uh, fellas, they scared you? They scared you? I, I don't get scared. Let me finish talking. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no PSAs, but just a warning for the fellas. Make sure you take the cuckoo beads off the bottom of your nuts from your underwear before you let that girl suck your dick. Mm. Just, no, one, no one likes extra balls in their mouth. That's- one to grow on. Mm. Wow. Lordy, shave. Um, uh, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, wow. silk, you look like you wear silk drawers anyway. <laughs> I don't wear drawers. <laughs> I don't wear drawers because I use baby wipes. I wash my ass. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Silky Johnson. Okay. So, uh, uh, with um, that being said, here's Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the other mic, the hot mic uh, with the great takes, uh, with all the wit and everything like that. And usually when we're out there playing golf, the last time I checked, I saw something gray hanging out from the back of the tree. She was looking for you. What's happening, Marcus? Neither on my bag the way I'm playing. Shit, she might help me. <laughs> we'll give you them old tips. <laughs> from the hips. Swing from the hips. What's happening, y'all? What's happening? And then we got the player partner. The light skin. The red bone himself. The red bone player. We got sugar in the building. What's happening, Suge? Chilling. Chilling, chilling. Kiss Ready my ass. for another. Yeah. Ready, ready for the hate. <laughs> ready for all the hate, man. Ready for all the hate. Oh, you're gonna love it. This one, 
I got one special one for for everyone, and it's gonna set it off in here. I can't wait to hear. Um, and with that being said, man, uh, what are we gonna talk about this week? As always, this episode we're gonna get into the golf news of the week. Last week's AT and T Byron Nelson and Cognizant Founders Cup. This week's PGA Championship for the big loot. This is a major week. Mm-hmm. So y'all better be ready for make make these picks. No delaying, no nothing. Get to the- <laughs> wow. Diversity, our diversity topic and story of the week is challenges while golfing and being black. Yeah. It, it's a good story, man. So we're going to get into it there. Our front nine, we're going to rank our favorite John Hughes 80s movies. Yeah. The back nine. Oh, yeah. Any comments? No, I love the 80s movies. Being that everything. Kentucky Derby winner, I'm going with VJ Singh this week. Oh. <laughs> Goodness. Our uh, back nine. How did we play this week and what do we need to work on? Um it's gonna be that's gonna be some interesting talk when we get to that topic there. The weekly segment, which we all love. What are we hating on? Now might some of us might wait on the hate and we might listen to the listener hate first and then we might hate. Yes. So we might we that's what that's what we might do this week. So we're gonna get into it soon. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. And then our gigging golf song of the week is from Jack Harlow. This little cat is doing it, but he's yeah, from he Boston is. though. Yeah, he is from Boston. So um but movie <laughs> star featuring Pharrell. So anything Pharrell, you know it's gonna you know it's gonna bang. Yeah. So we got that for you. So let's get into that golf news of the week. E. All right, hit it, Lamar Latrell. Welcome to the Negro Golf News. It does sound a little soft, though. I can't lie. Dude, you got to have them saying, clap your hands, everybody. Everybody clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm I'm remix gotta get that. that. You got to get that music behind there. So yeah, I'm going to remix it. that. Um, so, Phil, uh, he was listed uh, to play. In the uh, PGA, and there's a a timeline, right, out there. Um, So, Phil was listed to play in this championship this week. uh, Defending champ, actually. And uh, he withdrew at the last minute. I think it was a few days ago or whatever. uh, The 13th of May, he decided he was not going to defend his title. So, there was a timeline out there of all these things that Phil is doing. Um, and it's kind of intertwined with the live golf investments, uh, situation out there. And they've been trying to go after a lot of people actually. Um, so what say you guys about Phil? Uh, let's go to Mikey first. I know he has a, uh, a, uh, harsh take on, on Phil. Is it one of his favorite golfers? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Phil, I think's a pussy. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about that stuff, yeah. show up. You know, it, it, take it on the chin. Own up to what you said. Own up to what you what you were talking about. What you wanted to do, and 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 you know, show up and and get it out of the way. I mean, what's he gonna show on the Ellen DeGeneres show to have a cry on the on a couch or something? Or I mean, just man up and do it. Gonna you, you're gonna special. take it on the chin somewhere. Just just go get it out of the way. I don't I don't understand. He'll be the guest DJ. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 
I think he's he's actually. I mean, I've been calling him David Sims for a long time. I don't think he likes old people, and I don't think he likes dogs. I mean, it's it's the Tim Cup <laughs> David Sims. Man, that's, a, that's a rough combination, man. <laughs> but rough, it could be true. You're just you're just finally seeing his true colors. I mean, it's there's a lot of stories out there about him and things that he's done that got covered up. And I mean, you're just you're you're seeing the true the true Phil come out. And didn't you? Uh, I mean, he was talking about you know it wasn't enough bread. This week, oh, at, at like, the PG, yeah. What? Yeah, that yeah, was I funny. I couldn't use another couple enough, million. Yeah, you know, fuck. That's the, just terrible. Yeah. With the endorsements and all that you get, you're going to tell me that, you know, even just playing? That just tells me he ain't doing too bad. It, <laughs> yes. Pretty much. Yep. Pretty much. Even if I wasn't doing too bad, I'm, you're going to still see my ass out there. But then I start wondering, is this a ramp up to something else? Like, is he? Mm-hmm. Like well, with the weird thing. The weird thing is, is the, what the PGA put out when they when they said he withdrew. I mean, they're they're talking about we wish him and his wife the best of luck. It's like, well, what's really going on? Well, yeah. Why would his wife have anything to do with the with the PGA putting that on the tweet that he was withdrawing and wish they were wishing him the best? I agree. I didn't hear that. I agree. That's yeah, crazy. So but. maybe some maybe it's some health wise, and they're trying to just. Put the put it off on that, you know that it's something else. Well, if that's doing? the case, if she that's the case, then it then that's sad. But well, if that's the case, then put it out there. Does she have her own? I don't know. Well, know she had no, she had cancer there a long time ago, or a few that. years ago. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. That. Mm. I think Phil is just Phil, and I've never been a Phil fan. I really don't know any people in California who are Phil fans. DJ because he played with him a couple of times, so he met him, but I. Feels that uh, he's always been a bitch to me, and I just think he's just showing his bitch ways, like Mikey said. That's him, and all the shit that goes on in golf. When Tiger got caught cheating with eighty-seven women, yeah, he was the first motherfucker to have something to say. Mm-hmm. He was yes, and Tiger was. I'm still going to play golf. Okay, I fuck. So do y'all, except for y'all got caught. I got caught. <laughs> but but Phil, let's be real. That but Phil has always said something after Tiger has had something happen, either good or bad. Because he's a hate, he's a hater. You bitch. Yeah, but he also gave Tiger credit because he said, "Hey, he would not be rich without Tiger Woods being there." Cause... Exactly. But you always need a villain. Mm-hmm. You, you always. I think they're they needed each other. Tiger didn't need nobody. Come on. Well, they successfully flip flopped the roles too, because Tiger was always kind of the villain and the right. the aloof guy, and now he's the he's actually engaging more, get letting people behind the the scenes a little bit more, and now Phil's a total closed book. So. Yeah, and, and to Marcus, to your point, <clears throat> that whole ain't enough money to in in this ch- in this tournament. That's bullshit. Bill ain't got that much money because he ain't got Tiger money. He got he's got enough to where he can say he don't want to play for. He's got True. that much, but he's he's not he's not saying I'm not playing. I'm not saying, money. That was it a, ain't, a it ain't not, it's not gonna hurt him not to play. You're right, but that was a side piece because he is afraid of that heat. People asking him questions. Well, I mean, you should have kept your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> or stick to your word be a man of your word okay i said it fuck y'all yeah yeah and and see he should have just showed up and just said hey i'm here to drop bombs and seed and do all this shit all the crazy shit he says and ignore the press like he can get up there and say hey i'm not taking that question i'm here to move on whatever and people have been like pissed off for a while and whatever he can play the villain role, people don't like him anyway. And then he just keeps it moving, and he's then he's back in the fold, right? He can make his money while he can and do all his thing. I mean, he's not hurting because last week we talked about how he lost forty million gambling. So, 
Yeah. I'm holding a press conference. I ain't saying nothing about it at the match, after the match, before the match. But I will hold a press conference one week before. Tell your news outlet managers it's two hundred fifty thousand to get in and ask whatever questions <laughs> you want to ask. Ooh, hey! <laughs> like a famous running back once said, "I'm only here because I don't want to get fined." <laughs> <laughs> they want to hear it that bad, they'll pay to hear it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I think that it's. I mean, I think that there's just a lot of whatever in the environment around him right now. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it feels like every couple of weeks there, there's something else is coming out. Something, But else. that's on him though, dude. No. I mean, he's, yeah. he's the that's one that's saying. not putting anything out there. So if he doesn't put anything out there, then people are going to make up their own They're shit. Make shit up. That's what I mean. Yeah. Get not, out in front of I'm it. Not, I'm not a hater. I'm not a Phil hater or a Phil fan. So I, what he said and the reason for not, you know, against the Saudi or whatever, was he was he that far off the truth? You know Not at I mean? all. So he just he's saying stuff that's just ruffling feathers. That's that's what's happening. Right? Oh, oh well, he's saying the stuff behind making, closed doors that they don't want getting out. Correct, mm-hmm. and and it's making people take a side. Mm-hmm. And more of your traditional folks are going with what they they feel. Right me out there because I, I say a whole lot of stuff people won't say. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's short short lived, fast. Short show, you bigoted bastard. Short lived career. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, fuck all your mamas. I'm playing every week. <laughs> uh, oh, they would chase, they be chasing your ass out of the PGA. Hey, they gotta do what they gotta do. But I'm gonna say what I gotta say. I have a Marcus Davis. Trash invitational. Oh, <laughs> plan. I have speakers on every hole. <laughs> Barbecue grills. Yep. Um, to smoke your weed. All of it. Speaking of who's playing this week, we got uh, Eldrick is back in the building, and uh, you know he he made some news that you know he's listed, he's playing, he seems healthier and everything, but his. Him playing has taken a back seat to the field news and everything. So, um, what say you about Tiger playing this week? I think it helps him with the with all the Phil stuff. Mm-hmm. Take if it's taking the heat off of him. I mean, can do nothing but help him. And he got he got the Augusta under his belt, popped the cherry there. Now he's got a program that he knows kind of works, and he's gotten stronger. So. Do I expect him to win? Not really. Um, I would be unreal, but I think he's going to do better than he did at Augusta. Mm-hmm. Does he make the cut? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. And I, I was on the same page with the when we talked about this earlier off the show. He played the Masters at Augusta coming off of that, so he didn't know what his body, how his body's going to react. Now he knows what his body can and can't take, and he can adjust for that in training and all that stuff. I think I think he's gonna be like top twenty-five. I think he's gonna be top twenty-five. So yeah, mm-hmm. nice. that, that would not actually be a far-fetched bet, man. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I, I think I, yeah. so I think he knows his body now and saying, yeah. okay, after this injury, I know what swings I can make, can't make, and I can make those swings if I work out this way. Because everybody knows golfers didn't work out until Tiger came into the game. Mm-hmm. So his workout regimen's a whole lot different than everybody else's. So I think, yeah. And the whole Phil shit, he's like, okay, then you ain't got to ask me 8 million questions. I go on about my day, just plugging along. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think he's just building for St. Andrews. I uh, totally agree, and I can see that, too. 
I don't think Tiger worked out. I think he was in the push-up position a lot. Oh. <laughs> Is that with the clear or the cream? Oh, wow. <laughs> Mikey, don't let them influence you, bro. <laughs> going down. Going down. Um, but, yeah, shout-out to Tiger, man. I appreciate him playing. Should bring some excitement out there. There's some big dogs playing in this tournament, which we'll get to later. Um, let's get it, to it, it opens up the field so you don't have to hear about these stupid motherfuckers they be talking about during these tournaments. True. Let's get to Jack Nicholas. He was offered north of a hundred million dollars to be the face of the Saudi backed golf league. Um Jack at that age, it I mean Jack has got money, but he can't take it with you. That uh, is true. Uh, uh, yikes. A hundred mil, though? Ooh-wee. Who's he, gonna, who's he giving that? Who are you going to leave it to? <laughs> wow. That's, inherit, that's an inheritance check. Wow. On, he, probably looked at, he probably thought about it for like, no, hell no. Nope. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I really don't know his family like that. He I'm took some time. He took some time. Yeah, no, he did. But, I, I mean, I mean, come on. He... He was, I mean, he helped build the PGA. So I don't think he, I mean, he's foundational. So, you know, I don't think he would ever, I don't think he would really ever leave. Yeah, nah. I don't think it was going to happen. Cool. And I was really seriously just joking about him, man. He's he's an icon. So it was. It is what it is. For y'all my fucking listeners out there. Oh my goodness. No. Ah, Fuck Jack. Fucking around, man. (laughs) You can't talk talk about Malcolm X in the barbershop. Mark Luther. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Come around the corner, man. Hit me in the chest. Made it, dude. I looked up and it was Martin Luther King. He's just, I get old motherfuckers to pass like Robert Kraft. You should be able to buy some pussy if you're 70 something years old. Straight <laughs> <laughs> up. I don't think he really has to buy it, though. I'm just saying, if he goes and get a little rubbing tub, who gives a shit? Yeah, I guess. Wife died. So if Jack, Jack want to talk a little shit, let him talk a little shit. He's paid his dues. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fair enough because he was talking his shit and talking about the course being moved and everything like that, and and it shouldn't have been, and it's a great course and everything like that. So talk your shit, Jack. Poke out your chest. Yeah, might as well. On the on the course part, uh, that whole culture camp, that cancel culture, it's all that's the word that's make believe and made up. People have been saying motherfuckers is motherfuckers since day one. I don't like you. I ain't going to fuck with you no more. That's no such thing as cancel culture. Jack like that Trump money. If he say something about a faggot, he's done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yep. That's where they, that's where they draw the line. <laughs> you can say a lot of shit, but don't talk about them. <laughs> shit, you talk about the alphabet group. You're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? He is, like, he is a business, and if you have somebody making your business look bad, then you got to let them go. You'll get locked. You'll get locked down real quick. And Trump was making a lot of shit look bad and shit he says. So PJ's like, we got minorities here too. So you got to slow down, bro. Yeah, but how many people did they fuck over by pulling the tournament out of there? How many yeah. charities lost no, millions nothing. of dollars, and how many businesses lost pe- revenue because yeah. they decided to pull that out of jail? Well, I mean, I I get that part, but that's I that's think- the main part, though. Yeah, it is because it happened with the Atlanta with exactly the with the yeah. with the All Star game and everything like that. How many yeah. people yeah. got fucked over because of that? Because I I, it, I, I think it's, it's bullshit. It's a big impact to the local economy. I had a great time last year. 
<laughs> I had a blast. <laughs> Thanks for that one. You go nowhere. You be rubbing carpet walls and like you did in Vegas. Right. <laughs> but he's but he's right. You know, there's a there's a lot I mean, of it fucks up the money, is what you're saying. Absolutely, it does. That's the price you pay for saying things that. And you got to think about like the, the the shit we don't see when it comes to business. All the people they flew in to start making deals and shaking hands and getting shit done. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, believe me, their checks still got written, Marcus. There was checks that still got written. People uh, well, still had to pay. Well, Trump's good for not paying those checks out. So somebody paid. <laughs> well, he would. They would have been receiving the checks. They would have been receiving checks. Look, I'm saying he he's been sued many he has been sued many times for having people do business and he, they supposed to receive a check. Huh? I said that motherfucker probably think that's what his name is, is Sue. Let <laughs> <Yeah>. me <laughs> I mean, if you have a business and we could take the PGA out, if we're just talking about Trump or anybody who owns a course, you should watch what you say because that fucks up your money. Right. Fair. It fucks up your money. And the last thing I want to ever do is have something fuck up my money. Well, that's why we, Fair. you know, we can say what the fuck we want on this show because we ain't got no goddamn sponsors, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and no official sponsors. I mean, we sponsor, you know. Yeah, we do. We got moto. We got moto. Motherfucking caddy, nigga. That's what you know what I'm saying, though. But we don't. It's not like it's not like Pete. It's not like the Pete. Here getting a check. <laughs> Rolex is not sponsoring the the Don't Be Alarmed no podcast. Yeah, Moto Caddy is not sending those residual checks out every week. <laughs> right. I was waiting for my watch because I figured the fifth time I was on, I was getting one. Yeah, man. Apparently I mean, not now. So. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good night. I'll see you later. <laughs> I'm out. You have a big hug for me on Sunday. I am probably not going to be there Sunday, brother. Oh yeah, I forgot. Shit. <laughs> week after. Yes. Um, let's get to the AT&T Byron Nelson. Uh, Shook, give us a rundown of who won and uh, what happened. Yeah, man. Uh, KH Lee took the AT&T Byron Nelson. Um, you know, he won back-to-back, man. So this is back-to-back years. This man won this tournament. He shot a final round of 63 to take a down. Uh, he took down a, a challenging field. <laughs> And some of the top names were pushing Lee on the final day. Um, he also joins um, some big names with his back-to-back win at the AT&T uh, tournament here. Um, Jack, Tom, and Sam are the only other back-to-back winners of this event. Yep. So think about that. Shout um, out to him, man, doing his thing. Yeah. He's and not he, here, bro. If you watch the tournament, you wouldn't hear nothing about KH Lee until Sunday. That shit fucked me up. I was like, oh, I got my speech went in. Rat bastard, <laughs> and they were they were trying to really push him. Like, I mean, you know what I mean. They were, I mean, he was trying to push and challenge for that that spot. He had a lot of guys right behind him. Yeah, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure from day one to the end of the day. Everybody was so bunched up at the top. Yeah, it was a good tournament. Mm-hmm. Dude, the crazy thing is what seventy two hole tournament. So the last one hundred and forty four holes around that place. That guy's fifty one or fifty two under par. <laughs> in one hundred and forty four holes. Crazy. That's fucking insane. That's consistency. <laughs> That's his course. Yeah. Yep. You ain't gonna win shit playing against him or anywhere near him on that on that course. Yeah. Huh. True. But um do you want to tell us about uh the the FedEx Cup, man? We got well, any changes. Scotty there? Scheffler with a large twelve hundred and ninety point lead. Uh not a real big change, but this week 
it's a major, so there's some points there. So he he's he's gonna show up. Somebody's yeah. gonna be on his tail for sure. You say he's gonna show up? I say he's, I he gotta show up. I mean, he's, he's gonna, not gonna show up. He's world well, number one. So he, yeah, someone's gonna be right on his ass. Could be. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, before we get to the PGA Championship, we like to keep our skin nice and moist for the ladies. And you should keep your skin moist also. For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics helps with that moisture. Let's hear about it. Hey, golfer, gals, and gents. This is Ashley Knight, founder and owner of For Your Eyes Only Aesthetics. Plan on hitting the links? Then you need sunscreen. 80% of all skin aging comes from the sun. So protect yourself while you're on the green with Image Skincare, available only through a trusted esthetician like me. When I'm outdoors, my go-to sunscreen is the Prevention Plus Daily Ultimate Protection Moisturizer, SPF 50. A friend of this podcast is a friend of mine. So enter a coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout and you will receive 20% off your order. Again, enter coupon code, don't be alarmed, at checkout to receive 20% off all orders. You can find us at www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Again, that's www.youreyesonlyesthetics.com. Right on. Shout out to the Barbs. Do your thing. I appreciate you. Suge, let's get into the PGA Championship. Give us a rundown. Talk about the course, and then we'll get into who's playing and our picks. This week's tournament. We played at the Southern Hills Country Club out in hot-ass Tulsa, Oklahoma, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> par of 77,556 yards. Um, Southern Hills is an established major championship venue and was not the original host club of the 2022 PGA Championship. Supposed to be at that little orange dude's uh, spot um, out there in New Jersey. Uh, it's not going to happen. Yep. The course is considered to be the closest to to Augusta National. Yep, that's what they so, say. What say you? Let's Talk. get into it, man. What y'all think? Uh, a beautiful course. Looks hot out there. Um, it's it's great. It's there. Um, you as we said, we got Tiger out there. Rory's playing. See if he can make some noise. JT, Jordan Spieth. Uh, just a lot of big names out there uh, to to play some golf out there. So, um, you know, there'll be great, great ways to actually watch this uh, championship. Um, of course, uh, it will be on the television on ESPN, uh, ESPN Plus. Make sure you check that out. That app has been great uh, for the pairs and everything like that. Joe Buck and Michael Collins will have their uh, Manning-like broadcast also. So if you don't want to listen to the normal shit, you can listen to Joe Buck mm-hmm. and the caddy himself, Michael Collins. So mm-hmm. uh, should be a good time. Um, love what ESPN Plus has been bringing to the coverage of the game and uh, allowing a lot of multicast views there. Um, and with that being said... Hey, man, let's get into some picks. Do you think that Joe Buck is going to recede 
before this tournament? No. <laughs> them, them hair plugs, man. It, that shit almost killed that guy from what I read. Them shits are staying steady, man. He actually is married to uh, the girl here. The What's her name? Uh, Michelle. Oh, I can't think of her name. But she she's from here, um, Colorado. But he's married to her um, from up at Green Mountain and shit. And so she's younger than him. Um, Michelle Beisner, 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 her. Um, and so I guess to get her, get her, man, he had to get them plug, get his plug game on. Not Michelle Buck. He's trying to well, keep Michelle up with Buck now. Huh? Trying to keep up with Eggman. <laughs> Jay Z light. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I still can't unsee that shit, man. I really can't. <laughs> wow. Um, you can't unsee that shit. It'll be interesting to see what that, that I mean, I heard the guests that they're bringing on um not a lot of golf related or whatever, just just fun uh fun guests and stuff. Michael Collins is is really good cuz he's he's all over the radio. He once upon a time was part of a podcast. He still may be um he knows his golf, uh everything like that, but he has a a fun witty attitude and uh so we'll we'll see what that that mixture is there when when they're going through that so yeah check out their their channel and and everything um with that being said who's our pick so mikey who's your pick to win the pga championship uh i'm going back in the way back machine uh i'm gonna go with jay day i think he's starting to trend a little bit wow okay uh, showing some stuff, Jade, and then uh, secondly, probably DJ because DJ starting to kind of turn the corner. It seems like mm-hmm. so. Th- those are the two that I'm going to go with. Just no, no Scheffler, no nobody like that. But I'm going to go with Jade and, and DJ. Nice, I like it, Marcus. Who you got? I think the opposite. I think I think Scheffler's due. If the timing is right, it's about time again. Can't lay. I, I was I was I was thinking along the lines of Mike with DJ JT Cam I keep I keep watching Cameron Spit and I just keep expecting him to do something and I'm like well, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting I can almost throw him in there. So but, who, who? Cameron Smith? You act like you don't know who he is. No, I'm just saying like because you I'm just saying you mentioned. A lot I think of- I, I think she- I think Scheffler. I think he's due. For, I think he's just due again. Got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm following you. Yeah, he's 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 been kicking ass. What's what's to stop him? Until I he's kicking ass until he ain't and he ain't stopped. True. Booger. He's got to show me that. Everybody else is bringing just one leg to an ass kicking contest. All his points came from one tournament. But anywho, okay. I, but those are all his points. And then right, next right. all the next group of points is pretty far back. It don't so, matter till way you back. until until I see a change. Call. Until I see it. Look, dude, this is my pick. Until I see a change, this nigga got something to say every time I open my mouth. This Did nigga you say book who you got? So you jumped on my timeline now. I wasn't done. My, my, my fault. He was not done. That was my fault. Go Thank ahead. You. Go ahead. You can finish Marcus my fault. I'm sorry. Done. <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman from Colorado yields his time. 
was good. <laughs> the nigga turned the nigga turned the light on. <laughs> uh, booger. I saw the light. This was my turns up. <laughs> so I. Well, Barner Jr., nigga, come on. Well, let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. I got speed one in this one. I got speed one in this one. Um, the Grand had, Slam, really? Yeah, I had Cameron on my radar, too. I had Cameron on my radar. But it's, I got speed or DJ, and you know, y'all know I like DJ. But my, my sleeper is Harold Barner. He always going to be up there this year like feet now for Eric. Fuck your mm-hmm. couch. Thanks for the free round of golf, Harold. Appreciate it. Top 10. <laughs> yeah, you want to go top 10? A little bet on the top 10 there? Can we do top 15? No. Can we do top no. 138? No. <laughs> yeah. It's Harold Varner, top 15. If Harold Varner pegs it on the first hole, I win the fucking bet. I used to say I'm not sure without saying I'm not sure. Hey, I said he's my sleeper, so I'm not sure. Top 15, maybe? Uh, Shug, who you got? Man, I'm uh, Cantelay. That's it. I'm going with one dude, Cantelay. All right, nice. I like it. Uh, I'm going with JT. Um, he's going with him and he garbage, man. Whatever, he's not even close. Hey, man, played well last week, yep. okay. But everybody was close last week, that don't count. Uh, and then uh, the sleeper. And I, I like where you were going, Mikey. DJ, and then throw Rory in there, too, as a sleeper. Like, Rory has been winless for a minute. Think about this. It's been a while. Well, him and Spieth are playing with Tiger the first two rounds. So. Yeah. First, that pair, that's going to be nice. That's going to be a nice pairing. It's a great day to go into work, let me tell you. <laughs> and you just – can you wear, like, earbuds or anything that day? Uh, I can – yeah, I can bring it up on my phone if I have time. Yeah. So it should should be good. And enjoy those picks. Uh, we'll be watching uh, the PGA Championship, like I said, ESPN app. Uh, and hey, you, the the one thing I will say real quick, man, before we before we get out of this one is the the conditions are going to be fucked up. Like in turn, I think some of the days are supposed to be like really windy. So you'll see these guys. That's what I that's what I've been hearing, man. So not sure exactly what day it is, but you're going to see these guys be challenged. Mikey, you talked about playing in the wind before. Mm-hmm. So, do you think any of these guys that any that anyone's picked has more of an advantage or not? They're they're all pretty much on equal footing. I I think as far as the way they hit it, you know, it's just a guy. To I hate when Tiger says it. You got to control your traj. I mean, it's it's all about control and trajectory and and what kind of spin you put on the ball. And in, in the win, I mean, JT, his short game, I mean, his wedge play, being able to hit that dead arm shot where it doesn't spin much and he controls it pretty good is going to suit. If it's blowing, that's going to help him out a lot. But all the other guys that were seem to be picked pretty much on equal footing, I think. A lot of stingers we might see out of there. Low stingers mm-hmm. trying to get out of there. So, um, yeah, should be fun. I like when we have a challenge, though, right? Like these these cats are not out here shooting – negative 25 and shit because that means they're just killing the course so i want to see something that's just like a little bit brutal like hey man let's let's the winner's gonna win it like maybe 10 under if that so can I, can I get a side note yes uh golden state whipping that ass by 26 points yes they are <laughs> um 
Yeah. Uh, let's go to the ladies, man. The ladies played last week. Um, Hello, ladies. Give us a recap of what we had. My homegirl, Min Jin Lee, took the win at the Cognizant. Uh, she won by beating out a chargy Lexi, charging Lexi Thompson. Someone picked Lexi. Someone yeah. mentioned her. I think it was Marcus. Yep. <clears throat> um, but yeah, to wrap up the tournament, um, Minji showed nerves of steel by draining that putt. On Did anybody a- pick her? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think so. Did somebody really? I, I, I think I did. I don't remember if it was me or not, but I thought somebody did say her name. Yeah, I, I think I did say Min Jin Lee last week. Okay, we go back to the first tape. Sure, I always got to say he said. Because I've been, I, I did say it last week. I'll say, I didn't write it down, but I do so remember we'll hearing and, the name. Go back and look. We'll go back. <laughs> and look. But um, yeah, the, it was a it was a good tournament. Um, ladies are playing good. They've been playing kind of a a, a schedule where they play one week, have a week off. So be the same kind of a situation. Um, they don't play this week, and they will play again at the Bank of Hope tournament. Yep, which takes place May twenty fifth through the 29th in Lost Wages, Nevada. Mm. Is this a new tournament? I don't remember hearing that name ever before. No, they had the match. They had a match play tournament there last year. Oh, okay. at the, at, it's at uh, Shadow Creek, I think. Again, uh, hot. It's gonna be hot as fuck. Yeah, it sounds hot. Well, did anybody watch the women? Because it was all streaming. So, of yeah. course, it, I, I I wasn't watching any of it. I didn't know where to find it anywhere. I watched well, some of it. Oh, it was? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's still on the Golf Channel at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Or right oh, before. Highlights. Early before the, well, now because the PGA is always taking over the Golf Channel. But, yeah, they showed it at nighttime. I watched a couple of, sh- couple of days of it. Mm-hmm. The tape delay where you knew what everything happened. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just a tournament celebrating the people that founded the LPGA Tour. Let's just throw it on at fucking midnight. Yeah, that would ah. grow the game for women. Oh, oh awesome. <laughs> really good call there, people. They need it. So, like, when it, for real, man. So they have. I mean, you see what you see what hockey has done, right? Hockey mm-hmm. went to a place where you can actually see more of the. You know, it's more of a bigger presence. Right. When they stagger started the game, so you're not stuck watching just one yeah. game and then everybody exactly. going to intermission at the same time. Yeah, you can I, watch I, it all. I think golf can take you know some notes and see how other sports are taking taking a look at this and and you know let's let's divvy it up here a little bit. Let's get some more coverage. They're too busy yelling at clouds and making excuses for Saudi Arabia and shit like right. that to, <laughs> to figure that stuff out. Which is people want to watch some fucking golf. Absolutely, golf. fucking windy golf. here every day. The Golf Channel has a lot of money because. Yeah. NBC has a lot of money. So why not be like ESPN and have ESPN Plus or ESPN or, have Golf Channel 2? Or mm-hmm. fuck it, man. Or or do like it was TBS. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Or one of the Turner stations. Or take ho- Cornhole off of ESPN and put it on there. I mean, fuck. For crying out loud, Cornhole? Or tag. Find that easier than LP. Exactly. Yeah, they got that bullshit-ass tag or the pillow. Yeah, Y'all seen the fucking pillow fighting tag. bullshit? Yeah. You're playing tag. Yeah. And y'all showing this shit? Jumping through bars and shit. I mean, they put bowling on like regular CBS. In the yes. On the weekends. Yeah, but I kind of like on. to watch some of them them motherfuckers, though. Oh, for sure. But it's yeah. still, if you're trying to grow the game and you're trying to get more women in, I mean, there's more avenues than Apple Plus. Yes. No doubt. <laughs> yes. Or midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the ladies, man. We got to get y'all on TV. And some more bread. 
Yeah, yeah. that too. Ain't lying. Gas prices. TV high. means more bread. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do with that money, Eric. I'm gonna start making gas in the basement. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this. Hey, I will be over. Yeah, call my ship whip water. <laughs> I'm, flying, I'm flying to Colorado just to fill up some Bacardi bottles full of gas. Get that whip water. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's, it's getting a little expensive out here. Yeah, I filled up the truck today. It was a little hey. rough. Y'all gotta get that. Y'all, y'all gotta get that shit. You, that, E85, man. Why y'all talking about that Trump shit? But that Joe Biden sticker that they putting on them gas pumps be having me cracking up. Oh, I'd be dying, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. It's him pointing, and they put it right by the gas price, and it's pointing, and it says, it says I did that. <laughs> Yikes. Have you guys crossed the $6 barrier yet? No. Not yet. $6? $6.15 today, buddy. $6.15 yep. today. Yeah, damn. Stay in the home. Hey, you saw somewhere $6.15? Yeah. The, I, I paid $6.15, and the, oh, the gas station right off the freeway for Super was six seventy nine today. Were you buying an airport? No. Palomar Airport Road. Yeah, oh, Car- see, in Carlsbad. Yeah. Oh, see, y'all, that's like he paid gas in, at, in the Broadmoor. Because I was stuck. <laughs> He was Captain in the I would have, you would have, my motherfucking black ass, I would have been pushing my shit. I had me a Tesla. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Immediately. You want a Tesla all you want. Have you seen my our energy prices for gas and electric car? Yeah. Houses? Oh, it's shit. Cheaper to fucking oh, I bet drive you that's my, it is to, I'll go get a Chevy Volt then. Fuck it. That's Mikey's fault. Mikey lived right above the hood. He don't live in the hood. He lived above the hood. He could have drove down. roll uphill, bro. Then, then you just need to get you a fucking diesel, Mikey. Where you live at? Chino Hills? Yeah. Nah, we in San Diego, so he lives in like he Mexico? lives above Spring Valley. In Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to overlook the, the the drive-by shootings on on top of his hill. Oh, I got shit. a good defense. I got a good defensible space there. Is what, what we like <laughs> to call it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Trespassers will be shot. Survivors will be shot again. Yeah. That's, you see shit going to be on next week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, He'd be like, I already know what's going to happen. <laughs> hey, Shug, let's get into this diversity story and topic of the week. Um, there's an article out there. That is was in the Washington Post, and it it features J.R. Smith. Uh, it's from April eighth of this year, um, but J.R. Smith has, is attending an HBCU, and uh, the article kind of talks about uh, J.R. Smith, and it kind of goes through his championship, how he's a celebrity, and all this stuff, and how he kind of wants to make golf cool, and you know. He talks about the slacks, the polo shorts, the polo shirts, the quirky shoes, um, and all that stuff like that, um, and how he took up golf 13 years ago, um, and how he's worth. I mean, he's worth a lot of fucking money. But he yeah. walks on campus. He just embraces all that. He's like a celebrity there. But he talks about how <laughs> he was at the Aggie Invitational, a tournament in which nine of the eleven competing programs from the HBCUs are there. And fewer than half the players are black. Right. Um, the coaches were talking about the two in the article, man. Yep. That there's no, the presence, there's just not any black players that 
there's not enough of them to field full teams. So the scholarships go to those who who can play and get on there and get on that team. Sure. So you know if yeah, I mean, can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the article real quick for the beginning. The Washington Post, man, can you guys condense some shit? And and get things, you know. This is a long motherfucking article. And the thing is, they repeat shit over and over and over again. And I get, I get it, I get it. You're trying to be more of an editorial, but goddamn, even if you listen to this article, like listen to it, like it, it's fucking 19 minutes. Yes, Bruh, the person who wrote this is still in college and doing their dissertation. Right for the for the masters, this shit was long as fuck. You it gotta was. get to the point. I mean, the fucking interview wasn't a week long. <laughs> yeah, it it was crazy, but there was some good information in there. Like it was, the, it was the the shit like with the Xavier Williams, um, how he played, and then he grew up three hours, um, like three hours away from where the tournament was. Like he grew up in North Carolina. And he was the only black golfer in his youth, middle school, and high school teams. And opponents tried to cheat him sometimes, assuming he didn't know the rules. And uh, there had been a chance, like after a course was, after they had finished playing, uh, people refused to shake his hand. Yeah. Um, and what, what gets me, and if you, history wise, there were times where black people get, get, couldn't get into co- white colleges. 99.9% of colleges wouldn't accept black people. So we they, they started HBCUs. HBCUs never had that thing where white people couldn't get in. So it was cool that people were going there, but we talked about this in our first couple of episodes. This is on the parents. Yeah. Introducing our kids to the game. It is. So you can't say, I can never sit here and be like, well, there's not a, all it is is white people to HBCUs playing golf. Well, that's because we're not out there putting our kids in the sport where they can get those scholarships. But the, the it's, we go, we've talked about this on the show too, but yeah, it goes yeah. back to the culture, you know, in the art, in, in African-American culture, what are the most, most popular sports is basketball, football, basketball, football then too, baseball. Right? <laughs> right. And then baseball, but then you look at, and that's not even, not even black players in baseball anymore because they're leaving baseball to go play other sports. Yeah. You know, and and baseball is having a problem too because all the Latin. When I say black, that yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I mean, yeah, right Latin, here. you know, Caribbean, all that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But yeah, but I'm I, totally hundred percent, man. Like if 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 you want more people to play the sport, you got to get them to do it at a younger age, and parents got to be. You got to have you got to have to, you know, sacrifice something for your kids. And it might be a better it might make them it have, you know, at some point it might be a better means to a better life. To me, the wrong word you use was sacrifice, because we're talking you can go get a bucket of balls for five dollars, a small bucket, a big bucket for ten dollars. But that's what I'm saying. But for some people, that would be a sacrifice. But I mean, we're not even giving them. But there's we don't a give them the chance. We there's don't a level it reaches. There's a level it reaches where it's just not affordable either, though. You got to think. But about it's it. not even uh, uh, if we if we take out affordability, black people don't even introduce golf. We don't talk about golf in the household. But that but you can't take it out because I wanted to play golf when I was coming up through high school. It was too expensive, and I had an interest. That's what I'm saying. There are situations where it's it's too expensive. And the 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 value, not the value, but the cost of it alone, removes the conversation from certain households. Okay. So let me ask yes, you this: Who yes told no. you? 
Who yes told and no, but ninety Okay, me and Eric grew up together our whole lives because we're cousins. Our family never talked about golf. We have we have one one cousin. Uh, he was like our uncle. Yes. Uh, that was a golf pro, and that was it. And he played golf, and he was always on the golf course. And he would mention to us every once in a while, but we weren't hearing that shit at all. So I, I was culturally saying. at that I point. Saying, but ninety nine point nine percent of the time, black parents are not talking golf because they never played. You talk what you know. It was never. It was never discussed in my household. That percentage is too high. Marcus, I have a question for you. Who told you that it was too expensive? My parents told me, but I was aware of the gotcha. finances okay. in our house where I played on a basketball team where all the basketball players got the Nike Air High Top with all the mirror in the air and had all the holes in them. Yeah. They all got those. Those were like $60. I got taken to Marshalls and got some black and maroon, I mean, some white and maroon Adidas top 10s. No, and I get that's, because that's what they could afford. Yeah. I get, that's what everybody yeah, with that. has to play now. I'll, 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 I'll say this instead of trying to just put it on black families why not introduce equipment and secondhand equipment I don't care what it is Yeah, to schools where those kids attend yeah. and give them the opportunity to have that you know to play golf yeah and I'm with make you Marcus it, make, it, make it reasonable make it affordable when and we make- were younger I can give you that but nowadays no all our kids who have kids play sports. You have sports packages in high school, hundreds and hundreds of dollars, mm-hmm. hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So it's not like you still have means for your kids to play football and basketball because you have to get the same socks as everybody. You have to buy your jersey, all this shit. No, and there's programs nowadays. So nowadays, and then it's, it's just not. And then it's just not. There's not that big of an interest from all black kids. And that's what I'm saying. And it has not, and you can't, and you can't say it's about. Well, the parents ain't even talking about it. That interest just isn't there. I got I got two boys that play now. I got four more boys that are not even interested in even picking up a golf club. But did you give them that opportunity? I just yeah, that's what I'm telling. That's what I'm telling that's you. What I'm I'm I've saying, invited I've invited I've, I've invited them to play. But what I'm saying I'm backing up. What I'm saying is even introducing it. I've got six boys and two of them play, and the other four are not interested. And I get that part. But us growing up, we didn't get that introduction. Your four other four boys can change our minds like me and E later on in life when we thought golf is white. We're not playing that shit because they don't like us anyways. And later in life, we started playing. Your kids could change their mind later on and start playing. But we didn't get that chance to even get introduced to it until we were older mm-hmm. and had our own money. <laughs> and that's my point. I, I get it. There's, just so many, there's so many variables to it to say that. 99.9% is because it's not introduced. It's, it's, I think that number is too high because there's a lot more going on. There's well, a lot more variables. How can I agree you, to disagree. How can, you say, how, can you, how can you say not when there's there's a lack of interest, regardless if the parents bring it up or not, there's a lack of interest. There's cost involved in it. There's there's a, there's a, I don't want to play because I don't want to have to deal with being the only black kid out there. Okay, there's that, that part of it. If I'm you take saying, the four of us right here, just of the four black people on this show right here, mm-hmm. you're the only one who even heard of golf as a kid growing up who had interest. We heard of it, but we didn't have, we never got talked to in our parents. Our parents never talked about golf. So, so that's did they get talked the to one, about you, golf? You're the 25, you're the one fourth percent that even heard of it. 
But I'm just saying, did they talk to you about golf? No. no. Did they parents? I mean, did did so, they parents no. talk to them about golf? I think. No, I think most. Golf. But I'll be real. I mean, I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm gonna get us back and on track. Think about the the race. The race part of it. The further back you go, the worse it gets. So that that removes interest to have to even want to deal. I, I deal with enough. Back you then, they dealt, with a, they, they dealt with enough racism. They, they didn't talk about it. Right. And that, I mean, but, I'm going to go just back. Saying, there's reasons for not talking about it, not just because they didn't care. No, Let's I didn't go. say they didn't care because they weren't introduced to it. Fellas, fellas, hold on for a second. <laughs> Let's go back to the article for a sec, because I think what you guys are talking about, that's what that's why I think a lot of people probably, it, it, you know, let, let's be real for a minute. But golf is a mental game. And what you're talking about, Marcus, and the pressures of just life in general and trying to take all of that and try to go play a golf a game, the game of golf where it's all mental. I think that 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 a lot of people look at it as too much of a challenge to hike. Right. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't do it. So I think that that's culturally if I have, you know, or not culturally, but if I if um, just physically, if I have the talent to go play a different sport and it's it's not it's not it's not as difficult for me to you know to learn how to play that sport and become good at that sport that's where people are going to lean i think when you see golf golf is a game where you have to work at it and you have to find dedication to do it and there's not enough people that that uh there's not enough people of color or examples that, that people see on a regular basis that that they see the discipline but the, you know they'll they'll follow kobe they know who Kobe is. Okay, and I understand that. And this is what I mean by there's so many variables to why there's not more black kids out there. It's, too, it's challenging. Their peers. What are their peers doing? They're, They're playing, playing basketball. Sport. They're right. playing football. They're playing baseball. Shit, you see, you see more black kids playing soccer. Yeah, I'm just saying, but they're you're more inclined to do what your peers are doing. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally get that. But everything starts from a basis. And the basis if you don't know, you can't know. <laughs> so if you never hear about it, you're not going to know about it. Mm -hmm. There's this, I mean, there's not enough people in the PGA Tour to to make it look good, right? Yeah. I mean, it. tennis didn't, I mean, we've talked about this a hundred times. Tennis didn't really change for, you know, black people until they actually saw somebody, you know, until they saw first, you know, Arthur Ashe and, and other people before him. But it took Serena and Venus to, to really change the way people looked at tennis yeah right tiger tiger took it to a different level it's going to take somebody else right harold varner if Her i would tell you this but you 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 like harold varner right yeah. if harold varner starts winning tournaments i think a lot more people would be interested i'm with you but i think a lot more people are interested because uh people like us we play golf so we get to introduce to our kids. Mm -hmm. They get to see what we're doing on the weekends and shit like that. If if and Eric only played basketball and football on the weekends with y'all, his kids wouldn't know about golf mm -mm. versus my kids or your kids. And my daughter doesn't like golf, but she's tried it because I tried it. And she's been on the course with me. But I mean, we know what we see. Like Marcus said, your peers and stuff. But there's always one, pe there's always one person who changes that whole scenario. So now that Eric's kids play golf, his boys are like, oh, I want to start that too. I might want to try it because you out there with your dad. Let me ask my dad about it. If you don't want to do it, I'll go with you. Hey, book. Your dad, let me go with you. But don't get it twisted. I'll still dunk on that ass, though. Okay. We had this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And, and hearing all this, and I, I want to. 
I don't. <laughs> oh wow, oh, this guy. Wow. Oh, like hey. that, Marcus. <laughs> wow, that's cold. That's some cold blooded shit. But hey, Mike, <laughs> from from just hearing this perspective and hearing us kind of talk about the challenges of just culturally trying to get to golf, um, like what what do you think? What do you what do you think when you hear all of that? Well, I think a lot of it falls on on the Jordans and the Barclays and the guys that are that that play now that have cred or credibility with with the younger kids uh, as far as accessibility there's a lot of first tee stuff out there i mean there's a there's a nine holer by balboa out here called clean Park. that when i was working for one of the manufacturers we went out there and volunteered and did did some work on the, on the golf course and stuff and they had god I, it was probably a 20 by 20 room just stacked of donated golf clubs where kids could walk in, get whatever the heck they wanted. And, and I mean, it, it wasn't costing them anything around a golf there. I mean, it was a little par three course, but it was, it was like five bucks to go around. So there, there are, pro, there are a lot of programs and in, in mainly the bigger cities that can get disadvantaged youth that the, the kids that don't have money into the game. It's just getting like book said, you know, people to, to understand the game or, or want to try the game. Cause but I, I grew up, I mean, I've played, fuck, it, it pains me to say this, but I mean, I've played for 40 years. And the only reason why I was able to play for 40 years is because my pops had access to a, a Navy base. And the Navy base was tax-free. Everything was tax-free. You know, the the, the mm-hmm. rounds of golf were super cheap. You know, I, I, I saved up and bought my first set of clubs with my paper out money when I was 12 years old. It cost me 125 bucks. First month's paycheck, boom, right to sit by a set of golf clubs. You know, and then when I was 16, I got a job at at, the, at a muni just so I could play free golf and be around golf. And I got paid to be around golf. I mean, it's it's just getting kids wanting to do it. And but the, there are avenues. It's just getting the, the the fire lit so you can keep building that fire. But I think you just you just gave people a path. So if if parents, you know what Mikey just shared there, like show your kids ways that they can get involved in golf. Like DJ, DJ's been on, right? DJ mm-hmm. talked about how he's worked at, you know, golf courses. I mean, fuck, I hired him when he was 16. Yeah. Kids can go out there. If you're interested, you can get your kids playing golf and actually getting paid to play golf. If you mm-hmm. do it the right way. Yep. That's I, all I'm saying. I mean, you, you can get a free education out of it. I mean, you, you, there, there's so you can do business I, on there. there can, women's like, women's golf right now are offering scholarships they can't find enough women if your kid can barely swing a a club they can teach you through high school and you will get Mm -hmm. a scholarship number one unused scholarship is women's golf yes that's what i'm that's what i'm saying i've said this all the time when it comes to jordan barkley fuck them because they don't do enough for the community when it comes to golf supporting something they do all the time absolutely i I, I do give credit to like steph like i think he can do i think when maybe when he's done with when he's done with basketball I think he can put more focus and attention into these types of things. And then I think what what that might help with is starting to kind of it might be a slow roll, but get the ball rolling in the right direction. You need more people like you were saying, Mikey. I, I love what you were saying there. And, and Marcus, I love what you were saying. And Booger, you guys were getting into it. And even E, you know, this is golf is 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 an evolving game and i think to to play the game you're going to have to evolve your situation well they right? also have to get I, mean, I, it's, I get i get all of it but i'm opposite of mike because i i had an interest because i i saw people play 
that was that was that was where that's why I wanted to play. I saw people playing golf at, at school. And I was like, it looks like fun. I want to try it. Went out there with some friends who were playing. And they let me hit some balls and stuff out in uh, Utah Park. Hit some balls. And I was like, that's kind of fun. And I took it to my parents. But my dad, he, he didn't know. He didn't have the resources to even find what, what, you're, what you're talking about, if it existed back then. It oh, might not have, yeah. There was no internet never, like that back then. It was, yeah. never came, it never, my interest never came from home. I don't remember anybody in my family playing golf. So I was like, kind of like y'all. I went after it because I had fun playing around. I wasn't even—I was just hitting balls. I wasn't even playing around. Right. So, and I think I—I I was probably nineteen the first time I stepped on a golf course. Yeah. So. I think I was probably around that same age, maybe twenty. Mm-hmm. So, was not good. And I'm competitive, and I like a challenge, and it's just challenging every day I go. It's a challenge. Best part about golf, it's always, always I can always be, I can always be better. Nobody else. And you can say that about basketball. You can say that about football, baseball. You can always be better. Could Michael Jordan have been better? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we could say that. Right. Let's be realistic. You know what I mean? But golf is all you. Could Tiger Woods be better? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's I, but some, I, there's some, like, there's just, to me, with golf, there's like really not a limit. You can always do better. You're going to have more bad days and good days than playing like basketball or, or baseball or football. Because at those sports, it becomes the, the talent drop off. It just drops off. And that's when you see guys are just ain't that good. But how many bad days did Michael Jordan have playing basketball as opposed to bad days, Tiger Woods or VJ Singh or, you know, Jack well, Nicholas? Uh, you you're also I mean? looking at, 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 I mean, yeah, golf from a, a pure competitive standpoint. Yeah, it, it's hard. It's probably the hardest sport to make it in, I would think. I can't think of anything that's harder. But if you look at what golf can teach you in life itself, mm-hmm. and if you think about it, you learn more from somebody in the, if you got, you went to a golf course by yourself and you got paired up with a couple guys, you learn more about those couple guys in that four and a half hours, how they act when they hit a bad shot. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just how, how they, they accept bad shit happening or good shit happening. You learn more about that, the, the character and the core of that motherfucker in that four and a half rounds than if you worked with him for three years. Mm-hmm. True. And, no, and people no, just need to understand that it's it's you're learning about yourself and and what you can do mentally as well as physically and and what what you're capable of in this game. Mm-hmm. And it's the only ice. I mean, basketball. Jordan have a bad day, he can pass it off to somebody else. They can make a basket. That's the best part about golf. It's all about you. What you put into it is what you get out of it. Mm-hmm. No Absolutely. doubt. Well, it was a challenge for me when I started it because I wanted instant success and I wanted to just be good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's and it's not. It, it does not from, happen. I came from baseball, and that's all of us. We we're where athletes. We can be good at this. <laughs> where I could hit thirty percent of balls pitched to me, and I'm a fucking beast. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So my 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 bar was real low coming from the sport that I played and getting to this sport. I expected something of the same when I first started playing. And well, it just wasn't bad. It's, you have a bad day. It's, hey, but, hey, bud, sucks to suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, then, and then you have them good days. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you, yeah, you it's just, the bottom will fall out. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah. go check out that article on the Washington yeah, it's Post. A good article. Challenges but, by Golf and Black. It's going to take you a little time to read it. 
So get you something to drink and get comfy. Yeah. Hey, um, but I've, never, lunch. I've never I've never played a sport where consistency mattered as so, much as it does. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Like in, in so like <laughs> and so let me tell you, like you guys know this. Y'all play football, right? In football, you could be you could be a couple, you could be a couple inches off like a block, right? But you might be pushing the dude just enough to where you to where that running back gets off or where the quarterback is able to throw that ball. In golf, you can't fuck up an, at all. Does it take you 10 minutes? No inches. In yeah. <laughs> no. There's no inches in golf. There, no, it's yards, but it's fucking you up. There's centimeters. You can be off a centimeter. You yeah. That sweet spot's about a centimeter from the hosel. Just remember that. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Take you 12 minutes to block? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's all I'm saying, man. It's, it's, uh, um, the best worst sport ever played is golf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. It's, fucking, uh, it's fucking with all of us on this podcast. I'll tell you that. You ain't never One mind. shot brings you back. Eighteen shots will keep you away. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. When we played the other day, I gave up after hole four. I was done for the day. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was cooked. He was. He said, "Hey man, I'm oh, just man. out here, man." <laughs> we played nine on Sunday, but it's only because it got it was it was so slow. Ugh, brutal. We got nine in. Mm. That sucks. Um, before we get to the front nine, we like looking fly. So go out there and check out Golf Gents. As many of you have, we appreciate the sales and, and the business. Uh, we have the dopest weekend golf gear. And look out for the new drippy and trippy line that's coming out for Golf Gents. Some exciting headwear and t-shirts for you. So head on over to GolfGents.com for your casual weekend golf gear. So our front nine. I love 80s, 80s music, 80s fucking movies are just just crazy. And so, you know, this week, like last week, everyone loved the Batman thing. And I was like, man, let me let me just dig in more to just something interesting and just um, to to get people's perspective on things. And so I was like, man, who who like which John Hughes movie from the 80s is the best? And. Um, I mean, I just love so many of them, so. Do y'all know what, what, what song that's from? Mm-hmm. I didn't Uber. hear it. Breakfast Club? Breakfast Club. Yo, yo, my peoples. So, rank your, or you can just state some of your favorite John Hughes movies from the 80s. And he's got some iconic ones out there. There's some sleeper ones too, a but lot, yeah. I- iconic 80s movies. So name some of your favorite John Hughes 80s movies. Booga, you have some? I, first, I'm, my first one is always Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Classic. Yep. Yeah. Then I'll go Breakfast Club. Yep. Um, National Lampoon's European vacation. Any National Lampoon has been funny for a while. Do you like European over over no, just a regular European vacation? Was terrible. No, I don't. I just mean National Lampoon's vacations. Okay, I don't mean cool. like the European one was just the worst. One of the worst ones. Okay. Yeah. Um. After that, after I'm stuck between like, no, I'm not because Pretty in Pink was. I like Pretty in Pink. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> okay. Weird Science. Yeah. Weird Science was fucking awesome. Yes. I. I mean. I. 
I didn't have no computer because we was poor, but I thought I could build me a woman. Oh. Fat ass, big titties. Did you try? <laughs> Did you try, Bug? Did you put I, a bra on your head? Did you try it. I, the whole bra on my head, no, but that's not happening. But, you know, I... Right. I <laughs> I thought I might with the three dreads hanging out the front. Oh, <laughs> shots fired! Yikes! <laughs> and ending my list, I have to give it to St. Elmo's Fire. That's a good movie. Too, First man. off, that is the weirdest fucking movie in the world. It's, it's a weird movie, but it is the weirdest movie ever made in the eighties to me. I watched that movie and I could not believe what I was watching. I was like, "Man, what the fuck is going on?" And I apologize. I put Pretty in Pink and 16 Candles together. Those two were a combo for me. Okay. Marcus, are any of those your favorites? Do you like, where Where do you rank those? Like, mm, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. If I had to pick a vacation, it absolutely, absolutely has to be Christmas vacation. Shitter's full. Yeah. <laughs> Eddie. Good old Eddie, man. I think he said the shitter's full. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck was another one I like. Yeah, yeah. Um, His fucking car yeah. backfiring, yo. Yeah, and then uh, and fucking pancakes. Automobiles. When they woke up in the hotel, he was like, "Where are your hands?" I said between two pillows. Pillows. Yeah, but then I mean the Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles and Weird Science. Those are just I mean, you don't even have to mention those. Those are automatics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then the first Home Alone. You got to go with that first Home Alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. So. Macaulay pre-Michael. Uh-oh. <laughs> 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 and Bubbles. <laughs> yep. So, great outdoors. I mean, it's... The most loving thing to do is to share your bed with someone. The fucking cool. great outdoors is funny, man. To me, oh yeah, but it is. You just there was no that you the one thing I didn't see in there was no black people, man. I didn't see one black person in that. You see no black more people in none of those movies. It's almost none of them. No, yeah, but that's it's, true. It, it, I, I really see. noticed it in the great outdoors because I was like, man, I don't see no motherfucking bros out here camping. Because <laughs> back then, bros wasn't going to the great outdoors. That's where trees were, bro. Hell no. Nah. Like uh, I like the Breakfast Club because a brother like me was always on Saturday detention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had that was I was that was relatable. <laughs> um but no, I just I just the great outdoors is always funny to me, man. Um but that's one, one thing that y'all ain't mentioned one thing y'all ain't mentioned yet is Mr. Mom. I I had it on my list, yeah. Yep. That's a good movie too. Mikey, what what's some of your favorites? Uh I got a five way tie for one, pretty much. Okay. It, it's gotta be weird sciences in there. I was always a Kelly LeBrock fan. For some odd reason, I don't yes, know indeed, she was banging. Uh, Sixteen <laughs> candles. I mean, the donger. I mean, long duck dong. Oh, you fuck, made the movie. <laughs> uh, Uncle Buck, Breakfast Club, and Ferris Bueller's. I mean, it's any one of those are on, even with commercials. I'm stopping and watching pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I ranked mine. Uh, so my number one favorite is Breakfast Club because when I'd be sick at home, even when I was in college, even sick now if I'm at home. It's usually on VH1 or one of these t- TMC, whatever these channels, like it's on or you throw it on. It's just a good movie to watch. It's fun. Ferris Bueller's Day Off was fun. Um, I always cringe when he kicks that Ferrari man yeah. and that shit goes out the window. <laughs> Kelly LeBrock was was my one because when I was young and I saw Weird Science and she, she came out with that, 
in the gym outfit with the blue and the cutoff. <laughs> but then when they were uh, when she was in the shower naked and they was in there in tennis shoes and shit, that shit had me out. Um, you're out of shape, Al. I'll kick your ass. I'll kick your yeah. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, that did- accent, the accent, the accent did it for me. <laughs> There's yeah. a reason to hate Steven Seagal right there because he fucked her shit up pretty bad. Yeah. You got an accent, you can get it from me. Yeah. You can be a four. <laughs> you, can be a four. you got that English accent. You it's... might get a seven. <laughs> Damn. I like it. Voice alone. I'm a voice alone, huh? That should do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, 16 uh, Candles. Great outdoors. Ain't that the one where he, he was like eating that big ass steak and he was like, he thought yeah. he was done and he was like, no, all of it. And that fat was on the plate. Yeah, that shit. The 64 ouncer or whatever. The 96 or. So. that when he had the, uh, the Rocky Mountain oysters? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a man that knows he's got something good in his mouth. <laughs> uh, I ain't going to bed tonight. I gotta watch all these now. That motherfucker was all he was sunburned and shit because he they fell asleep in the fucking thing. Yeah, he was. I, oh man. And then pretty in pink. Like I I wasn't a fan at first. I can't even lie. I didn't watch it for the longest time it was out there. And then my lady was all into Pretty in Pink. That's one of her movies in Sixteen Candles. So I watched this shit and I was like, oh shit, I I missed out. Um, there's some other 80s movies that she exposed me to, and I was like, whoa. Like, I didn't know Tempest Bledsoe was in this movie. That's Vanessa. It's like Dancing After Dark or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck 80s movie is this? Shit was terrible, by the way. But uh, not produced by John Hughes. So um, I didn't know he made that many movies. Yeah, he made a lot of movies. A lot. Man, he was getting paid oh, back fuck, then. We forgot. we forgot Dutch. Yeah, oh, Dutch was some good shit. <laughs> yeah, Dutch was good. <laughs> a good movie, man. So I know we probably forgot some. We mentioned some of the favorites. I know you assholes are going to come out and say, hey, did you forget? You guys forgot about this one and this one. Send us your list and we'll mention it. Or you can send it to us as you always do. Um, and so we'll go from there. They weren't on this list. They weren't fucking important. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. You heard? So shout out to '80s movies, and I'll probably be watching some of them this weekend. Can't lie, yeah. got Might me. Might even watch Rad again. Oh, I love Rad. Now <laughs> that that is my number one. Rad and Breaking are my number one movies. Oh, he watched Leaving the Cube. Hey, that's, that's Booger. That's the first place I saw somebody do a backflip on a bike was in Rad. Yeah, man, and he was on that mattress with that with a hockey helmet trying to yeah. get that shit down. And now they're doing seven flips with a spin. Yep. Hey, shout out to B. Cole, man. We, we're rad brothers, man. We love that motherfucking rad, man. No no lie. Breaking. Love breaking. They can't get Electric off of that. Boogaloo. Wasn't that, that just a uh, 35 or something? 35-year reunion or something? Or a breaking? Anniversary? Yeah, it was. I think it was pretty. Yeah, it was a big-ass anniversary. Yep. Uh, what, what police academy was it that Tony Hawk was in? It was like Police Academy Four, like where they, yeah, <laughs> they had a lot of so them. He was skateboarding in that one. It was Tony Hawk and all the all the like Steve Galero or Steve Caballero and all those guys, mm-hmm. and and they were. What was funny is when you watch them skateboard and they were doing shit. The cops were chasing them and they were skating. They were skating in Air Jordan Ones. No way. Yeah, watch the movie. It's crazy. You're like, 
these dudes is out here shredding in ones? Like, yes, sir. Because they wasn't big back then. No, yeah. nah, they were just regular ass shoes back then. Yeah. So, shout out to the 80s movies, man. Taking us back. We're going to watch some of that shit. No lie. Hey, let's talk about our back nine, man. How did everyone play this week or weekend when they played? Uh, Marcus, let's go to you. How did you feel about your golf game after your last round? We talked about that last week. I haven't been back since. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, for, not for that reason. <laughs> I've, been, I've been busy. Like I said, I've been training people in Loveland, so it's hard to get down and hit those twilights. But I might, I'm down here tomorrow, so I might hit one tomorrow. We talked about it. Yep. So we'll, we'll day, day early, but we'll see. Cool. We'll see if I make it to hole five this week. Nice. <laughs> Booga and Mikey, you said it was playing slow and you were playing nine. How are you how how are you doing up to that nine? How are you shooting? Uh, my driver was working, which usually doesn't. Um, but in the same token, I've always been a a good putter. Actually I've been a great putter. I, I don't I hardly ever three putt. But I got this new putter, the OG <laughs> the Odyssey OG from Mikey. And that motherfucker leaves the pace, the the face so pure. I went from great to greater. Oh shit! Okay, is it the one with the black face? No, it's the old OG. It's the original white hot. Oh, I got you. I got you. It's the tall two head one. No, no, no. The seven S, the Fang. But it's the Odyssey one. You said, Mm. yeah. It's, It's it's gangster, and he extended it for me, and. He got it for me two weeks ago. I didn't mention on the last show, but <laughs> this motherfucker, I, yeah, this putter is butter. <laughs> oh, nice! I like it. Got him rhyming and shit. Yes, sir. Oh, shit. I mean, Mikey, well, we he don't keeps his shirt on. Have we're, we're fucking fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put his shirt on and start a rhyming and shit. <laughs> Y'all don't want to start spitting rhymes. Hey, um, Mikey, we know you're a great golfer and you play very well, mm. better than everyone on here. But is there something that you're working on that you is is still lingering for you that you're like, I just need to tighten that up a little bit? I, I don't work on anything anymore. I don't I don't have the patience to go to to work on it. I just whatever whatever happens that day happens. Nice. So, yeah. I'm gonna take that attitude too. Shit, fuck it. Uh no. 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 Okay. No. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you've been playing as long as Mikey and yeah. Like we play, and you know how we fuck up and like hit the ground or something. We have those one-handed shots. Yeah, his one-handed shots still go two hundred and eighty yards. With it, yeah, no. Okay, I got some work to do. We, we played a par three. We played a par three that the eighth hole on the front nine, and it was what Mikey like two oh two ten somewhere on there. So Mikey's like, oh, I got the wrong club. <laughs> this is not going to be enough club. Would you have a seven iron? No, I had I had a new five iron in the bag, so I wanted to hit it anyway. So. Wrong club, still gets it there on the wrong club. Mm. Mm. I'm using a hybrid, and I'm still thirty yards short. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck no, no e. Work on your shit. <laughs> All right, I'll do that. Uh, Sugar, what are, what are you doing? What, how was your last round, and what are you doing? Um, you know, I just want to give a shout out. To wagers, um, and Dan, the answer man, for a great round out there at Heritage. Uh, we appreciate y'all, fellas, and I, I'm gonna single out Dan, the answer man, um, for my recent my recent purchase of um, a new uh, some new clubs. 
And I also want to say thank you to him because I'm able to hit those clubs now. And uh, those clubs, I think, have changed my golf game. So I can drive now. Is this the picture? This is the picture y'all was in I saw online? Yes, sir. Love the picture. So I started off, you know, I have have an issue where I start off, I got to get a couple holes in to really get like loose and warm and warmed up. But now I think I've figured out a couple things with my hand placement and um, hitting shots a lot straighter. So definitely working, going to continue to hit the range and do all the things I need to do to keep that shit consistent. But I definitely feel a lot. I feel like I made a major step forward in my game and my my ability to contact on a, on a regular basis. So feel good about it. Um, for myself, I was on the same course. I've been struggling for the past couple of weeks with my irons and, uh, I think I got it figured out. I went to the range a couple of days ago and worked on some stuff and got it back, but it was, it was pretty painful out there for a little bit. I could drive the ball and par fives would eat me up cause I couldn't hit my irons, uh, to save my life. Uh, putting, chipping, pitching is excellent. My short game has always been good, but it's, it's actually getting pretty dialed in and nice. Um, but if I can't get it there, it's going to be a problem. So uh, driving is, is consistent. If I have to scramble, I can. Um, usually that was my strong point. Like I could scramble. It's over here to the right, but I know my irons could get me out of trouble. But the past couple of weeks, I couldn't. Um, so I'm working on that actually right now. Shout out to my son. He went to golf camp um, and he's going to golf camp later this summer. And he was like, Dad, check out this little tip on on how to putt. And he showed me that, what he learned, and I started using that shit. And, hey, man, I'm putting in some work with that putter, man. That shit helped a lot. So shout out to CJ Biscuits Mitchell out there, man. Biscuits. And and shout out to you doing your thing out there on the football field, man. I see you. Uh, So having a good time there. So hopefully. Biscuits. Keep getting it. Yeah. Hopefully we can. uh, I think we're, we're trying to plan on going to play some Twilight Golf tomorrow. Um, and we'll see what happens there. Boy, y'all walking? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I'd walk more if I had like a moto caddy cart. Who's all going? Uh, it's it's you, <laughs> you, me, Kalen. If if uh, Suge wants to go, he can go. Whoever you want to go, you know, you know how we do out there. Spring Hill, they don't care. It's wide open. Oh, I I have to. I gotta. I gotta. An event tomorrow night, man. So oh. I might, I'm going to see if I can get out of it, but we'll Can't see. Because the last time we went, what they have fucking, or you wasn't there. They had, who did I play with? My sons and this other dude that would be, he was a force, we was a force when he jumped on with us. They had nine motherfuckers playing ahead of us. Oh. <laughs> they don't give a shit. They're just trying to oh, get that man. money. Mm-hmm. They was playing, but then they got to like 13. No, 14. And they turned and hit 13 again as we were on 12. So we ended up behind this group of nine. I called the Marshall. I called the uh, clubhouse. Yes. If we go to a course and they got nine motherfuckers playing, bruh, we burn that course down. Yeah. No, I Mikey handed me his lighter. I called the clubhouse <laughs> on a foliage. Marshall came out there and broke him up. I told him, I said, they turned. They were supposed to be, they should be on 16 right now. They turned and went back, you know, went back. They, they were drunk. Driving the golf cart a foot from the green. Whoa. Wait, where you where was you uh, Spring Hill? Yeah. Oh my god. Man. Well, 
that's the course we like to walk, and we like to walk it in style. And Moto Caddy got us right with the M5 GPS DHC Electric Caddy. Has down that? has downhill control. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. We enjoy ours. You've seen us push ours. It's very nice. Um, Where'd you get them from? Uh, from Moto Caddy. It's very okay. nice. Um, but it has a parking brake. M5. Where yeah. you think they got it from? <laughs> uh, parking brake has nine speed settings, GPS, onboard charging, and many other features. Uh, it's easy to use. Uh, even my son was using it the other day when we were out there. He said, Dad, can I get a get a lick of that Moto Caddy? Go ahead, son. And so he enjoyed the Moto Caddy. It's the number one car company in the world. And you can get yourself one also. So head on over to MotoCaddy.us and check out all the dope carts they have to offer. And they got bags too. Dope one. So please visit MotoCaddy.us. And um, they keep they keep everything right. Yes, they do. Love you know, it. everything. Love it. Love it. They love have it. thought of everything. I want that little. I want that little motorcycle scooter looking thing that you put your bag on and ride. <laughs> I can't because I I like to drink on the course and that would be trouble. Exactly. You don't need that. Put training wheels on it. Oh boy, <laughs> too much. Have you guys done the hoverboards yet? No. Have you? Oh. Yeah, it's a, they're fun for like a hole and a half, and then it's like, get me the fuck off this thing. <laughs> you got to get a golf. I'm going to work that and the golf. Yeah, it's just way too much work. I'm going to get a Segway with a bag attachment on it. <laughs> <laughs> you like the mall cop. Nice. All blurt. All blurt. All blurt. <laughs> hey, Shug, uh, give us a rundown of our golf gig and song. Of the week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what's oh, that? What? oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. I, I messed up. A player fucks up, too. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Here we go. Let's was, let's get to it. Jumping ahead. I, I, was, I had to make sure. I was like, we didn't think yet. Fuck these Sorry. motherfuckers. Look, he ready. All right. Look. So, ready. so, I thought we were I thought so we was getting to his last. Fuck them, and they this, ball his ass bitch ass. All right. So, this is where we're going to go with the hate of the week this week. We're not going to give our hate. Screw it. I want us to address this hate and see how it makes you guys feel. <clears throat> Why is it always your mama this and your mama that? What if we chatted about your mamas? How would you like that? That's to you guys. Address these things. My mom ain't, my mom ain't bald head. <laughs> and my mom ain't no hoe. <laughs> so I ain't got to. And you know what? When it comes to joking and roasting, it's all fair game. For this reason right here, because clearly, clearly, it's, it's affected somebody. That we ruffled somebody's feathers. Hey. And that means, and that only takes it because they mama must be a bald-headed bat doe hoe. <laughs> and they feel bad about it, so they want to ask would... us what we talking about your mama. My mama, Chris, my mama Baptist church-going lovely woman. Tell your mama hey. to get off the streets and off the crack. Me, to worry me, about it. me and Suge got something to say, man. Oh, yeah. No, I got to cut you. That's the rule. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right, man. Shit, my mama dead, nigga. You, my mama dead, and I'll cut you. I'll cut you. Whoa, my mama dead. No, I got Both to cut you. That's the rule. Yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. No. I know when Ivory's gone. When, when did your mom pass, Eric? Uh, in 2019, 2018. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, I, didn't I meet her? You did. At your house? Yep. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yep. You yeah. know what? Uh, to that comment, E, you right. Anybody who takes offense to us talking about your mama and your mama's not here, we apologize. 
But if your mama's still here, check her ways. Fuck your couch, bitch. Ooh. And just tell her, whoa, come on, man. Yeah, just I tell like her, come, just listen to the show. Exactly. <laughs> I thought all the snow melted during spring. Apparently not. When those girls are going back and forth, and she's like, "Well, that's why your hair is this and that," and she said, "Well, that's that's why your mama dead." Oh, yeah. And then she said, "That's why your grandma ain't got no need." Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> said you you gonna go dig her up and see if she can walk in. <laughs> yeah. That's what they said. That's that was some funny shit, man. That was some funny. Good so listener. We ain't talking about your mama personally. If you, oh, man. Personally, you need to check your mama. This is snaps. If you have never been in a round of getting getting your ass getting your knees chopped down, then I guess you better go find a circle. You need, of to find a you need to find some different friends. If I offended, if I offended, if I offended talking about somebody, mama, I don't know their situation. She could be sick. She yeah. could be dead. She could have any kind of ailment. I can apologize for that. And I ain't, I ain't on here to offend nobody. I just got a little riled up. Hey. Yes, but we ain't talking about nobody's mama individually. Hey, fuck them. Everything. My mama ain't here. I talk about your mama and everything. I'm going to talk about your sister, your auntie, the funky dog head bitch hoe you laying next to. I'm talking about all these funky ass bitches. So that's guess why, what? But that's, that's where I was going with it. Because until until I get a don't be alarmed paycheck yep. that y'all are putting in on because y'all listening and we're getting these sponsors. Right. Yeah. What kind, of, what, what kind of women? Mama, what kind of people are they? Start listening. What kind of people are they, Marcus? Who? What? Say your word, ball head. Come on. No, I said tell your mama to start listening. No. Oh, what you say every show, ball headed ass. Come on. Hey, she'll she'll remember. She'll remember this voice, sweet dead Willie voice. Oh, you got a new nickname now, boy. <laughs> so yeah, shout out. We appreciate that feedback, but we're gonna talk about your mama still. And anyway, shit, she might be on her way over to the crib right now. So you might want to call and check on her. Out. Yeah. <laughs> I've got your mama two seats on Spirit Airline coming to San Diego. Yikes. He said two seats. Damn, two seats. It's Spirit Airlines. You need space. It's, it's, it's Spirit slash Frontier. Wider than all outside. So it is what it is. So, hey, yeah, we you guys can get. These nuts. And uh, with that, that is our. Yeah, that was it. That was the biggest one. Like that was the one that yeah. stood out to me, and I was like, "Oh, I want to hear what well, the can fellas we hate have to anyway? say." Can I, you want to hate? hate? I got some hate. You got some hate. All right, go ahead. Let let the hate out. We're back. Let it. Okay. Let it back. I'm just sick and tired of motherfuckers who can't multitask. Right. That's it. If you if you if you're a simple minded motherfucker and you a test tube baby and you can only do one thing at a time, that's your motherfucking problem. Don't act like you can do two motherfucking things at the same time. I'm sick and tired of seeing people trying to walk and dumb. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of motherfuckers trying to be on the phone and drive. I'm sick and tired of motherfuckers trying to take my goddamn order on a phone or do something where I'm talking to a goddamn vendor and they're they're doing something else and I gotta fucking repeat myself. I'm a person about action. If I'm gonna sit here and do something, I'm gonna put my focus on that. And if I'm gonna do something in the background, 
I can multitask, but I'm sick and tired of motherfucking people holding everybody else up because they can't. That's my hate. Fuck all y'all motherfuckers who cannot multitask. I, I can't because I, I don't I don't think it's real. Psychologists say you can't multitask. You can only focus on one task at a time. Hmm. You can, can do multiple can tasks. Have. You can only focus on one at a time. Well, that's what I'm. I'm just saying having multiple things up. If you can't do it, don't do it. Don't do it. Hey, I was on my phone. What, what did you just say? I didn't, I wasn't, didn't really catch it. No worries. You, you missed my hate, Then You missed my hate. Uh, was it a good one? I, I wasn't sure. I was doing I don't something. Know. I'm probably going to piss people <laughs> off. I'm just like, don't care. I don't care. Because motherfuckers, here's what I'm saying. You know, I'm going to go back to the driving shit for a minute. You know, people, like I'm telling you right now, man, there was a dude sitting here like this looking on his phone and I'm going by him and he wasn't even impacting my lane, but he almost caused three people to get in a fucking accident because he's like this and fucking trying to drive, man. I look, I'm watching him driving by him looking at this shit and he veers off and like three people are fucking honking at his ass because he almost drove like he was, he almost drove in the spot in between two people. He would have hit both of them. He was texting that other stupid. Listener. He was texting that listener that asked about the mama joke. <laughs> he, was text, he was texting that he was texting his mama that he was on his way. Mm. Well, hey. The fuck off the phones. I gotta hate. Yes. What? I do. Hit again. Shit, Marcus gotta hate. I hate when I'm driving on the expressway. And I'm going south. And there's an accident going north. Mm-hmm. And the traffic on the accident side is moving faster than the traffic on my side. Word, word. Because mm-hmm. motherfuckers got to see. Lucky lose. Like mm. they ain't never seen an accident. That's my hate for this word. week. I can't stand that, man. Quit being nosy and get your ass down the road. <laughs> That's right. Facts. They probably how that accident happened, not paying attention. <laughs> I ain't got no hate, so I can't be mad. I see, I see Biscuits back there showing all his. He got that booger, no shirt, nipples out. Shit, I love it, fam. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no hate. I'm loving life today. Well, I love life every day, but you know, I'm good. Mike, Mike, what kind of hate you got in the white world today? <laughs> well, after that drive home from work today, the only hate I really got is those motherfuckers that just think just because there's enough room for your car to fit in front of somebody doesn't mean you should be fucking going in there. Mm. Yeah. True. Your blinker is not a privilege. What fucking blinker? These idiots don't use blinkers. No, and California, yeah. I, I, I'm a firm believer that 95% of the cars that are on the road today didn't come with a blinker or people couldn't afford the blinker option. True. Because they don't fucking use them. They what do you wherever the hell they want. But they ran out of blinker fluid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I tried to get Casey with that shit. Blinker <laughs> fluid. Blinker fluid. Fucking, just people, blinker just pay fluid. attention. Just fucking pay attention. For real. Word. Hundred percent. Um, Life ain't difficult if you pay attention. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't really have any hate. You know, one thing I did see is I see these young cats because I'm a big sneakerhead. Man, these young cats will have Yeezys on and be working at Walmart pushing in the baskets, and it look yeah. like they drug their toes on the asphalt, man. That shit just gives me the cringes, nigga. Like, you spent your hard-earned money on these $800 shoes, and it looked like somebody was dragging you behind the truck and them things. No pride. And no pride. Killing, killing the Jays. I've seen the Jays leaning forward. Like, when you see someone's feet <laughs> leaning on the inside because they done wore out the air bubble on the inside— like, God, Lee, man, 
Like, come Lean on, man. On me. They don't give a fuck. So, but at least you're wearing your shits. How you walk a heel off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How fuck you walk a heel off a shoe? Holding on to somebody's bumper, dog. You can't explain that to me. You walk heel off this bitch? Yeah. That, that was. <laughs> I, I, you know what? E, I ain't have no hate, but I, I have to. Can I come back to mine? Yeah. And mine's not. Mine's more of a PSA hate. Oh. If you over the age of twenty five, and your car is over, costs more than forty thousand dollars. You always got the fly ass shoes, and you don't own your own home. Get your shit together. That's one to grow on. Get your shit together. Mm-hmm. You should always have a roof over your head before you have a fly ass car. Driving a fucking Maserati, you ain't got your own place. Fuck yeah. wrong with you. Or if you shouldn't, if your car shouldn't be driven, like I stay like, with somebody's mama, nigga. Yeah, that bald bitch get you a home, down payment or something. <laughs> <laughs> I got that car because I stay with her. You alone, your own home. <laughs> That's how I got this car. <laughs> you know they got a sleeping bag in the back seat. <laughs> if your girl, if your girl or woman can kick you out the house, and you ain't got nowhere to go. You fucked up. Oh man, man. That's well, comedy, man. That hate uh, was excellent. I'm glad we had that. So we brought back the hate for you guys. And now we're gonna get our ass into the golf gig and song of the week, and shout out so we can get the fuck up off of this line. So, uh, with that being said, what is our golf gig and song of the week, Shug? Man, Jack Harlow, uh, everywhere right now. Um, you know, check him out. You don't know who he is. I'm, I'm surprised. Why not? Um, there was some NBA. There was some NBA refs they were showing recently, and I think they were in a game in Boston, and the refs were like, "Who's this dude?" Oh, yeah. And the refs, the refs are old as fuck. You know what I mean? They don't. They don't. They have no idea what the music is, and they was playing the song. They were playing Jack Harlow's song while the refs were talking about it. They had no clue that that was who they were talking about. So, uh, but this young man, he's out there um, getting it with with uh, some really large producers. This one is called Movie Star, um, and it features Pharrell. So, E, let's hit it. And I know you just hate to sit. Can't imagine being you who I hate to be. I'm done faking humble, acting like I ain't conceited. Bitch, I am conceited. You know you can't defeat it. Your girl's a fan of me. In fact, I'm what a fantasy is. Dugging out the party, we can't let the camera see us. I'm with a movie star, ooh, young camera this. I'm with a movie star, ooh, young Angelina. And I know they say all type of things about this type of life. <laughs> well, ask yourself, are they right? Right. Cause we can do this every night. Uh-huh. Fuck all the drama. Try meet your mama. We don't need condoms. Let's make a genre hot like a sauna. Upgrade your Honda. They quit that sob and I'll fix all your problems. What's wrong? You never fuck with Yeah, talking about songs. people's mamas too. You gonna be mad about that, listener? Yeah. Be a fan of Don't Be Alarmed. Yeah, he is talking about mamas and stuff. So you know his favorite, uh, his favorite beat of all time is Drop It Like It's Hot. Yep. That's real made for Snoop. Yep. And he freestyled on it on uh LA Lakers. Oh boy. Yeah. I'm about to check that out. Yep. It just he just he just freestyled on it. I think it was early this week or last Friday, I think. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I have yeah. to give it to him. That 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 white boy's putting it down. Yeah, his album's nice actually, I can't lie. Yeah. Um, you know what? Like you know how kinda like um 
I'm gonna say this like JT kind of was able to kind of go from you know a boy band to kind of his own career, and he just had that soul, yeah. right? I feel like this 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 little dude Jack Harlow's kind of got some of that same kind of spirit, but it's more hip hop. Like yeah, he kind of he's he's a soulful dude. He understands how it works. He yeah. he took the blueprint of Eminem and said, "I'm gonna ride with this with a different style." But I don't even. I think he's. I think it's like different. Eminem. Eminem had a different style, but I think it's a different style. Soul. That's why I said different style. I get this dude different. Yeah. Well, shout out to Jack Harlow. And speaking of shout outs, it's that time of the show where we give our shout outs. So I'm going to go around the room. We're going to give our shout outs, let the people know where they can find us or if they can't because we got warrants and shit. Hey, (laughs) it is what it is. So with that being said, Mikey, any shout outs? Uh, First and foremost, obviously, my wife, uh, she had a birthday last week. So. Happy birthday to my my beautiful wife. Hey, happy birthday. Whoa, whoa. Y'all don't know his wife's name. When I first met Mikey, told me his wife's name. I thought she was dark as midnight. She got the blackest name in the hood, bruh. Draymond? What's the wifey's name? Wifey's name is Celeste. But she like, y'all don't know East, y'all don't know California. So if you like East County, you think of like meth heads, crackheads, heroin. Celeste, when he's like, my wife's name Celeste, is like, you Republican. I know you fuck with sisters. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I was, like, I was like, oh, okay. She cool as fuck. Love Celeste to death. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Celeste. She wild, though. <laughs> she, she's my rock, uh, obviously. Uh Obviously, you guys, thanks for having me on again. It's 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 always awesome coming on. Listeners putting up with Whitey's bullshit. Thank you, guys. Uh, and a big shout-out this weekend for me is fucking live music for a change. Uh, it's been yeah. way too long. I got a couple concerts I'm going to on Friday and Saturday night. Nice. I cannot wait to see live music again. I'm just excited for that. Right on. That's awesome. Uh, Booga, what you got? I'll give a shout out to y'all, fam, friends, all that. Mikey for coming up. Sunday's golf. Always keeping my <laughs> my mind right when I had a long week. And give a shout out to L Boogie, keeping my spirit right during the week and on the weekends. Appreciate you, L Boogie. And that's about it. Nice. Marcus. Hey, hold on. Shh. Be quiet, girl. It's my turn. <laughs> Son, man, I'm talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> shout out to my <laughs> wife. Hey, I said be quiet. She upstairs. <laughs> so shout out to my wife and my kids. <laughs> shout out to whoever mama this is under my desk right now. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> you guys. Another good week. We'll be out there tomorrow with Eric and them see how this game does. Yes, indeed. Hope everybody have good rounds this weekend. See y'all next week. Yes, indeed. Shug. Hey, shout outs to all of y'all, man. For real. Um, this, these shows are fucking hilarious, man. Um, appreciate all the perspective. Mikey, appreciate you coming on, man, and um, sharing your thoughts, man, and, and for always keeping us right. We appreciate that. Uh the fellas, man. 
um, hard knock slicers. Y'all better get ready because we a lot of us is putting in work, man. So y'all better be ready because we coming. DG, we need um, to expand the league, man. Yeah. Um, Will Zalatoris, a.k.a. Mike D. Boogie. We got to expand, brother, if we can. Um, shout outs to my family, you know, my family, my wife. Um, and uh, shout outs to, like I said, Dan, the answer man for having some answers for me. So, oh, okay. Appreciate y'all. I like it. Shout out to my fan band, man. Uh, shout out to Cream Pies, man. I love it. Um, just, I uh, love with, no, with no. Cream Pies. What's cream pie? <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of different not like the desserts, like Twinkies, like uh, Boston cream pies and stuff. What what are you talking about? I don't know. I was just 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 make sure to clarify with you. Yes, you're a Pornhub life member. Oh. I didn't know if you like creamed in your mouth or. Hey, speaking of cream, whoa, that's whoa. where Bug is going though. Whoa, speaking whoa. of cream pie, girl, you gotta go. <laughs> that's my point that's why i asked but shout out to to all those cream pies and and twinkies and shit i, I love it i love the desserts i my cheat day is on wednesday so i i enjoy getting down on on something that used to be gummy bears and stuff but it's bad for your teeth so uh i sneak a, a cream pie now i will not fuck with a ding dong with the creamy this chocolate with the cream in the middle that, the way you letting shit bust in your mouth i'm not doing that i'm <laughs> just saying so yeah shout out to the twinkies and shit uh hard knock slicers hip-hop i i talk about music all week i love music marcus loves music we always hit up and talk about music all all the time b cole c pipes uh, everybody, we just love music and hip hop is, is something that, that started when we were young and we appreciate that. And so love it. Hip hop and golf for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm going to shout out the three S's, sundresses, skorts and sandals. It's that season. Amen. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't get pregnant out here. Okay. All right. Right on. And then, uh, enjoy the listeners out here. So, Hey, remember. You wearing a sundress, you ain't got no ass. It's nothing but a long sleeve bra. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> like okay. All right. Uh, Suge, and, and with that. Uh, I'd even end on that. I just. <laughs> take us home, Suge. Yeah, go ahead. You know, take like us we home. Tell you, like we always tell you, check on your people and check your draws and your bras. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, nah, but man, um, seriously, man. Um, a lot of shit's popping off already this year um, in terms of the bullshit in the cities. Um, motherfuckers really need to think about what you're doing. Um, these things are costing lives and it's just not, it might not catch up with you right now, but it's going to catch up with you later. Think about what you're doing. Leave your fucking guns where they need to be and only use them when you need to. Um, what's up? keep mine in my car that's what i'm saying man we we all know what we all know we're smart this is smarter than some of these things that are happening out here man and y'all know what the fuck i'm talking about the the summer's already hot so you know side holster when i'm going in yeah. check in on your people man and make sure folks is cool and calm man because you never know what might set somebody off and we're just trying to to enjoy the summer where you know you can go out and, and go to events and, and have do normal shit, go grocery shopping and be safe and, and feel like you can do that. We all take we all should 
should take a part in that fucking responsibility, man. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, that's all I'm saying, man, is, is checking on your people. And, you know, if you see some foul shit going on, you know, if you, if you can correct it, do it in the right way. That's all I'm saying. We all live here. Right on. On that note, we out. We out of here. Don't be alarmed, we're Negroes. We complete. This is El Negro.